0: Well, that is
1: such a great explanation for all yeah. those confusing encounters. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> what is happening? Steven? I would like you to go first today because mine kind of depends on what you say.
0: But yours depends on. Well, I because feel, mine. Oh,
1: I. Mine. Am I, no, because uh, mine might already uh, come true and so I don't even need to say it.
0: I or I will think <laughs> I am livid already. But to start in a livid place. Look, all right, this this week I I feel like I have um, like multiple ones and that that all sort of made me uh, angry like a couple mm. of the like what like I passed a fur sale. Pass a what? I passed a fur sale.
1: Not for sale. No, a fur
0: saying? sale. Wow. Furs, fur for furs sale. Furs for sale. <laughs> fur for sale. And <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe that there was Where? a. Where?
1: And just a it, it was friend. on Fifth Avenue. It oh, was like well, by sure. Bergdorf
0: Goodman. Well, like, but it looked like it was seedy as shit. Like oh. it was like furs that were smuggled in from some f- weird. Fur place. I don't know. Like a uh-huh. seedy fur. Fa- yeah. Like some sort of mm. black market fur uh, j- trade, like uh, fur chan. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And then but, you know, I, 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 I like like that was crazy. Also, I'm taking a class right now, mm. like a uh, writing class. And the teacher was going to make a um, a a. Google Drive for us to upload all of our like writing assignments to, and then we could read off devices. And then someone was like, "Actually, can we print?" And then he was like, "Okay, that's fine. All right, everyone, print. Bring in nine copies of whatever that you do." And so now I'm sitting here thinking about the fact that each one of us individually is going to be generating almost three hundred pages for this goddamn class over the course of this. This is fucking insane. I could not believe it, and the fact that the teacher had the fucking balls to say that he gave a shit about the environment before allowing fucking. Twenty five hundred pages to be printed for this one inconsequential entry level writing class is piece of fucking. I like the guy. He seems like a good guy. And the the there's people. Yeah. Now I now I I don't want to dig a hole against the guy. I know. But the the situation I find to be infuriating, you know I I don't really care for people who wear thick flannels as jackets. I think that's a little bit fucking stupid. But that like so something that happened to me. It was something you know I live in Brooklyn, so this is a bit of a niche Brooklyn thing. Um and like so you know how it takes like a long time to roughly anywhere you're going, it'll take you roughly an hour to get there. Yeah, yeah roughly roughly Mm -hmm. yeah and so like being so used to that being so used to like giving an hour to get anywhere you know like uh so this is like not really even understood because i don't really even talk about it but i've been doing a lot of yoga recently and it's like five minutes away
1: Mm -hmm.
0: the 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 yoga place and when i travel there oftentimes i get there too early to actually Go in at all because it's just the way that their building is set up. They don't have like a waiting area. So I have to walk to like anywhere that's nearby. There's not really much nearby. So I walked in to this fucking uh, fake ass bougie fucking hipster coffee place and they were selling, they had these little caramels. And the caramels said cheese, caramels. Hmm. Cheese. Mm hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, mm. yeah. caramel caramel avec le fromage and okay and uh caramel con queso okay and <laughs> <laughs> the the, uh, the I asked the barista cuz I just needed to kill some time but also I saw this thing I was curious yeah. I would never seen it before what's up with that um what's up with that also you can do very nice um but they they like they this Lots of things that are weird that can happen. So I don't think it's beyond the pale to be curious about how to make fucking cheese caramel or what's cheesy about said caramel. Like what the what is this shit? And then Is this guy mean to you? Yes, beat
1: him up. They were mean. No.
0: They were like, uh well when you know, they make caramel, they melt the sugar, and so you just put cheese in there too. And I was like, uh, "Oh, pardon me. Right. Fuck you. Seriously. And uh, <laughs> oh, thanks for spending me. my pre-yoga time this way. You uh. fucking piece of <clears throat> shit. I'm a
1: jerk. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't like when people pick on you.
0: Yeah, I don't like it either. You tell me but the name like of that you're coffee about shop. To pick on me. I'm not. It, it is now the, the foundry. I, I think to. it's called the foundry. Ugh. Yeah. It I hope I'm not. Un, it would uh, be like unduly besmirching the foundry. But I'm pretty sure it is. Boycott the foundry. The foundry. Hashtag." Knickerbocker coffee shops full of hipster shit. Uh, <laughs> Hashtag big surprise. Big surprise. <laughs> Hashtag big Bushwick surprise. <laughs> <Ooh>. yeah, no, <laughs> Ooh. I don't like it either. Oh, man. But that's what um, I get Wow. Of. Well, I so want you... So if you see you Cheese Caramel and somebody asks you about it, just tell them like they're a person because don't act like it's a fucking normal heard of that thing. Because nobody's
1: God. Um, I want you to... Like go get a massage, or, you know, get to have some, some chill time right. because it sounds like you you got a lot uh-huh. right now making mm. you livid. Mm. And I don't want to be another one of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I think I um, hmm? I although feel like you did a
0: moment of, uh, presence, there, presence. but, um, no, but instead, uh, uh,
1: can I ask you Steven, before we started recording, you were chewing some gum. What kind of gum was it?
0: All right. Actually, it oh. was my least favorite type of gum oh. ever, but it was given to me as a stocking stuffer this Christmas. Okay, and I'm so just I'm asking, working the my way through it, but y- it is Orbit, sweet mint.
1: Okay, that's not my least favorite. You know what I don't like is I don't like cinnamon gum. I don't understand why it exists. Really? And I want to get rid of it. Why? Yeah. Okay. It's the point of gum to me uh. is to cleanse the palate, perhaps give your perhaps even whiten your teeth supposedly although probably that's not true. As, and cinnamon gum <clears throat> excuse me does not cleanse the palate it just tastes generally warm which is like re- reminds me of bacteria in my mouth anyways. And it lasts for like 5 seconds. I feel like there's something about mint that somehow feels like it's lasting longer because when you like when you've been chewing gum and you kind of like Take a breath in; it almost like feels cool mm-hmm. automatically, which sort of just like makes it feel like it's still minty. So I feel like it does not cleanse your palate; it makes your breath smell kind of weird, maybe, and it lasts for five seconds.
0: I can it; um, it does feel and sweet mint. I don't, don't my mind, brain.
1: but it's not my favorite. But I don't like it. Well, I just so gets rid of cinnamon gum. I know some people love it, and I don't understand them.
0: Well, I, th- I, if I were to find a a point of convergence between the two gums, please is that I definitely feel like gum is not I feel like that this kind of chewing gum is not candy. I feel like both sweet mint and cinnamon gum mm-hmm. are uh blurring the lines mm-hmm. between this candy. kind of chewing mm-hmm. gum and candy. Sure. Uh however, I will say that I do not find the dominant purpose of gum to be to cleanse the palate. I find the overarching uh purpose of this form of chewing gum to be to fr- to cover Bad smelling breath. Mm-hmm. Now, if you wanted to debate whether or not you found the whether or not you feel like cinnamon, re, like whether or not cinnamon removes the smell of bad things, or if mm-hmm. it just adds cinnamon to the smell of mm-hmm. said bad things, like now your now your breath just smells like a really oniony steak that's also spicy. <sighs> you know, oh, uh, wow. Uh, y- Who put hey.
1: smellovision in this podcast? Because I could smell that. Wow. Keep going. <laughs> that was just I, a good description. Okay. I'm sorry, I really
0: got oh, me. But <laughs> you know, I, I, I could see that. But but as far as cinnamon as a breath freshener, like I I, I don't I don't have any qualms with that. So it is interesting that we have uh, two very distinct, you know, ideological preferences for the purpose <laughs> of our gum, and they are not in line. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay yeah for now mm. Mm. but when we have to go yeah. buying big packs of gum from costco it's, <laughs> that's when the fire's gonna start <laughs> all, all right, right let's do it let's do it fucking let's do, do it. it let's talk about it fucking talk about it fucking talk about it, it. we're yeah. gonna fucking okay. talk about that i'm ready well you ready for... oh are you waiting on me are you waiting <laughs> on me you waiting on me to say should we keep this is the culture of you podcast <laughs> you know and love you're welcome to it I actually have a really great one written for you. Oh,
1: please. Drop the act.
0: Welcome to Should We Keep This, the cultural review podcast you know and love that won't go chasing waterfalls, but won't let you stick to the rivers and the lakes that you're used to as we look back over the past 50 years of film, music, television, challenging your nostalgia to get at the question, is this how we do it Mm -hmm. on a Friday night? I'm the little G the little homies want to be like, and Gina, I compare you to a kiss from a rose on the grave. Oh. Another night, another dream. I'm always Stephen Moskis.
1: I don't know how to respond, but I'm Gina. Steve's it. I'm And today shocked. we're talking about <laughs> not any of Brave those songs, Heart. but thank and you. Because there are some amazing songs. Toy Story. Yep, that's right. It's nineteen ninety-five. Halfway through the nineties. Um, that was beautiful. That was really thank you. beautiful, Steven. I was
0: like, you know, we've been we've been really nailing <sighs> these. Uh yeah, it's always uh, the the song combo is uh trade difficile, and these movies are also very uh significant culturally. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to like not talk about Toy Story in favor of talking about sure. these, these or things, Braveheart, etc. or Braveheart. Um, and yet at the same time, ah <laughs> la même temps, the the songs are also so good that so they good. cannot continue to be overlooked. I know, so so good. I, I, I intend to take it upon myself. Thank you. To weave because it's also impossible to do the fun little thing I do with the extras mm-hmm. with uh, with two movies. <laughs> it's a good shoulder. Imbi- a little, <laughs> little, 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 little right, little it's true. You need a little more shoulder
1: action. <clears throat> spice in
0: the song. These spice. These people. Okay, they're um, tired of the thing. They they want so they want variety in the introduction. They
1: do. Um. All right. Well, so this is 1995. And speaking of variety, we're mixing it up a tiny bit today. We're going to just talk about one movie the whole way through. Yep. And then we're going to talk about the other movie the whole way through.
0: We have heard um, the silent majority loud and clear. <laughs> and we are going to change it up. For Let's that, do it.
1: Okay. So we're going to talk first about Toy Story and then about Braveheart. Sick
0: fucking So if you want to hear
1: about Braveheart, you're going to have to wait. You're have um to but hit first, the so 1995,
0: skip button for fucking a while, baby.
1: This is the year. There's a couple things. They're oh. similar mm. to each other in theme, mm. but they're uh, the year of um successful rebellion against a tyrannical foe. We disagree. Uh interesting. Sid, <laughs> you don't think he's true. Uh, well, okay. Well, I just Seem- debate on, seemingly seemingly on the success. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. <laughs> sure, fair. Uh and the year of men remaining honorable while being tortured.
0: Mm. Yes. The little Enjoy. moment with
1: the magnifying yep. glass. Anyways. Yeah. And Buzz is like a less honorable man. I was like, there mm. you go, that's it. There's also uh, something I feel like
0: about the trail probably, like be you know, uh, leaders betraying mm. the 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 folk hero or something like that. Ooh. I don't know. She Buzz is, is hardly the folk yeah, hero. Hardly. But you know when when Woody, you know, well, does his. Let's find business, out what he does. does what he business, does is this: is the, plot way the nobles do their business. Mm,
1: this is so. K- t- toy Story. Catan? K- t- k- toy Story.
0: Oh, toy Story. I wish. Um, um, Settlers um, of k- Toy Story. This is the
1: top-grossing film of 1995, Uh it's an animated film. And in this world, toys are living things that pretend to be lifeless in the presence of humans, but oh, they are very alive. A a boy named Andy has a whole bunch of toys, but his favorite is a cowboy named Woody. Um, On his birthday, he gets a new toy, Buzz Lightyear, who believes he's really a space ranger who has crashed on an alien planet. Um, He's got lots of cool buttons and features, and he quickly becomes Andy's new favorite toy. Uh, In a fit of jealousy, Woody accidentally knocks Buzz out the window two nights before the family is set to move into a new house. The other toys are angry at Woody for making Buzz fall out the window, even though Woody did not really mean to go that far. Um, Woody and Buzz, through a series of events, accidentally land in the care of the um, seemingly very evil kid next door, Sid, who tortures toys for fun. Uh, Buzz and Woody try to figure out how to escape, but in the process or as they're doing so, Buzz sees a commercial for himself and realizing the futility of his his existence, he sinks into a deep depression. Um, Woody saves him at the last minute from being blown up by Sid, only to realize that the moving van next door has already left. They chase after it, and by working together and believing in each other, mm. they make it back to their family, and they are now friends at the end of the movie.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's kind of it. it was yep. a
0: war- yeah, and uh, mm. yeah, this movie... The top grossing film, uh, low grossing year. Gotta say, because it made like three hundred and seventy three million dollars, and you know, off of thirty, so solid profit. I'll take three hundred forty million dollars mm-hmm. any day. Try to give it sure, to me. We have fine. Uh, the I return have of heavy hitter uh, Tom Hanks. That's right. Oscar winner from previous year. We also have uh, Laurie Metcalf, Tim Allen, Don Rickles, and our Princess Bride favorite. Wallace Sean. That was
1: the T Rex. Mm. The scaredy T Rex.
0: Yeah, and then uh, on the writing team, we had uh, a couple of fun people. One, John Lasseter, who's Pixar founder. Joss Whedon. I know, right? Right? Crazy. C- yeah, uh, it, it, I feel like just he probably did all Buffy. the Sid stuff,
1: like with all the weird, the combinations of toys oh, sure. and like, the ways they work together. I was like, that feels very Joss Whedon.
0: Yeah, and. and Hmm. I'm wondering if there is there any other like sort of Joss Whedon mm. tropes, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then also, fun fact, Andrew Stanton, picks our Stan, who, uh, you know, who are all the Finding Nemo stans out there. He um, worked for that. Fun fact, uh, a former improv team of mine was was often uh, coached by his son. Wow. Very humble dude. Never spoke about the fact that his dad is a fucking major heavy hitter yeah. <laughs> in animated cinema. Cool. Yeah. And then uh, two other people. One person we haven't talked about. He's been on TV forever, but he, like, in terms of the movie world, the animated movie world, he is, like, the one of the highest grossing character actors. And he has been in almost every single Pixar movie. John Ratzenberger. Fuck it. Oh, yeah. He's in, like, every <laughs> Who movie. Who is he in uh, this movie? I think he's the in pig.
1: History? Oh.
0: Yeah. Cool. Uh and then and then Eric von Detten, veteran of DCOMs and Brink Christmas Every Day. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't know any of the you things know, you're You didn't saying? see Brink or Christmas Every Day? You fucking No. Lie. Oh, that's right. Oh. <clears throat> You didn't have cable. If I you didn't had cable, have cable, um, if you were part of the civilized world in the late nineties, yeah, you would have been. Proudly, I, I wasn't. You would have been. If it wasn't on PBS, I don't know Eric what it Bonden. is. Um, but you know, for someone who was a weird sort of super California childhood star, I was like, he he currently is still working in voice acting, but also works for a precious metals asset management firm. And I just think that's funny. I mean, that's like certainly... Got
1: multiple interests. Right.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I just think the idea of like, I'm going to, like, to work, we uh, we think of like hedge funds, we think of management firms, but just like, oh yeah, precious, (laughs) precious metals. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of money because, you know, i.e. gold. But, yeah, And then the main things that this film has given us, besides uh, the most recent animated Oscar winning film, uh, Oscar winning animated film, I should say, if I don't want to be a fucking idiot, <laughs> uh, To Infinity and Beyond.
1: Mm, for sure.
0: I feel like that's the big one.
1: That is the you big know? one. I feel
0: like some people may say, like, there's a snake in my boot. But, I, yeah.
1: I say that every so often. Somebody's yeah. poison the water hole. Hole,
0: You know? But, <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like it's yeah. <laughs> To infinity, infinity and Beyond. Um, and this movie, oddly, th- this movie's fine. But it's the next... There's been two controversies surrounding uh, public controversies surrounding Toy Story, the Toy Story franchise, mm-hmm. and they're both like totally opposite. One is Toy Story two had a bunch of fake bloopers at the end, and one of them was there was a character, a prospector known as Stinky Pete, and it was this old guy, and it was like the blooper was him in a in a pack like a toy package with two Barbies. And he's reaching out, like grabbing one of their hands, and says, You know, I could get you a part in Toy Story 3. And Stinky that Pete. has since been nice. removed. Yeah, but good. clearly, Pixar writers thought that was a funny joke. I mean, to, you know. Yeah. And then
1: everyone knew it was happening. Well, yeah, uh, what what they were they were trying to, to
0: actually it. send a red flag. They were just sure, like, yeah. This like obviously stinky Pete is Harvey Weinstein. Comedy. Yeah, we're just with it, it was coded throughout the film. Every time he he came on, two floodlights would come from the bottom and make a W on the wall. <laughs> no, but also Toy Story four four. Have I seen Toy Story four?
1: That's one that. Oh, just I have came seen out.
0: it. Yeah, I have. It's the one. there's a there's a scene where. This little girl is getting funny. dropped off at school, and the extras in the background are also dropping their kids off. And one of the kids has bomb, bom 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 Two moms. Whoa. AKA. Don't even. Liberal assault Whoa. on family values being <laughs> snuck into a film for kids. How dare. The Ugh. the liberal media try to blindside American families by putting in this liberal agenda uh, like.
1: <laughs> That's so crazy. Yeah, it, it was. That, and it's just an extra like they don't even have. Right. They're not
0: like <laughs> characters in the thing. It's just like a, a small, I mean, One could argue, um, virtually tokenized representation of, uh, uh, you know, this family is just a family. They're normal and they're but the moms are lesbians, right? Yeah.
1: Well, we don't know where Andy's other parent is.
0: No, possible. Are you? Should we uh well, anyways should we vote? Should we vote? Uh, yeah, that, I just do don't it. wanna you know No no no, no yeah. it's true. you're right. You're
1: right. All right, so Toy Story. Do we wanna keep it? Toy Story do we wanna keep it? Three. Three, three two, um one infinity and beyond, beyond. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. I yeah, I yeah. give
0: it a uh, I give it a I give it a solid fifty five percent.
1: Wow, that's very solid. I give it higher than that. Okay. I'd give it like an eighty one.
0: Okay, go to I go to know. bat. Go to bat.
1: Well, I don't know go that I bat. need to go to bat for this movie, but um, look, look. Okay, the main problem for me. You sound like you're picking up that bat. I just wanna get it out of the way. Um, is th- would they just need to be more female voices for some toys that are not yeah. sexy slutty Bo Peep, uh, whose only role is to, you know, want to get into Woody's Wood. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. Mike um, went there. And uh, and so yeah, that that's that's the thing that I yeah. don't like about the movie. Um for sure, that's one thing. But I think, you know, I think it's like a I so I remember watching this as a kid and enjoying it. It's and I enjoyed watching it now. I thought that there were some some jokes that I didn't get as a child. Um but really I think it's like important story albeit a very simple one that like kids need to learn about like a
0: their toys are sentient their toys are sentient
1: and therefore don't fuck with them no but like the how hard it is like jealousy of Mm. like new new people entering your friend group and like Mm -hmm. how change can be scary um and like the need to like accept other people and give them a chance, you mm-hmm. know, and I think that that's
0: and that popularity th- is nice. ephemeral, it will yeah. not always be there for you, and you should learn to have an identity outside of it, otherwise, you will not survive because it is bound to leave you.
1: What is that quote from something? No, oh, it sounded like it. It <laughs> like you are reading off the screen, it no. could have been your notes. Uh, no, but in, it's not by my by notes. Stephen Muskus. Oh, oh wow. that was very oh. nice. Um, but yeah, it's true, and like that, you don't have to be like uh the fa i don't know this this need to be the one th- person who everybody loves most, like maybe it's also about sharing, you know mm. and I think that's nice um and uh yeah
0: yeah so i, I, I enjoy th- i enjoy that yeah i definitely uh, On a point of both women and like people of color, yeah they fucking they just. They're not th- it's one of those movies where it's like, oh, well, they don't do Wait. too many horrifically egregious things. Now, again, I'm isolating. Well, I, I think that is less true when it comes to the representation of women in the movie than it is the representation of, of people of color. If I'm thinking of, like, the problem is there aren't any, there aren't any on the team. Mm-hmm. and And in terms of, like, opportunity afforded. Now, in terms of a kid watching it, a number of the attendants of Andy's birthday party, seen for frames, a yeah. through a window, uh, do seem to be people of color. But also the toys themselves, like I don't know necessarily that a kid's gonna know who those voice actors are. But also I would totally buy that they do. Um,
1: but I and but I think it is it's the fact that so many toys. Uh, especially then like yeah. were white people, you know, like we're like, if they were figurines or like action, fig, you know, or like meant to be humanoid oh, like, like, that they would be like white skinned toys, you know, I mean, like sure. there were, s- and, and it's just like, it's a terrible, it's just right. like we're saying, you know, again, enforcing the idea that like that is the norm. Mm. Um, but, but anyways, yeah, but, well, yeah, but the I mean, I was just say like yeah. between
0: like, you know, a T-Rex and mm-hmm. a, a dog slinky and a piggy bank and a mr potato head like they're yes. all yeah um i don't i what i would say is most specifically i don't know because maybe i mean i i really don't and
1: uh don't know but
0: well i just don't know the degree to which a child is going to be aware of the fact that they're not necessarily being Represented, I think it's definitely an issue of reflecting on Disney Pixar's uh, racism by thinking, okay, this, what I'm seeing there is, like, a snapshot of the racist context in which they go, oh, this is, this T-Rex doesn't have a a, a race, mm-hmm. so it's white. Mm-hmm. The idea of, like, yeah. baseline whiteness. Right, right uh that to me is the most like insidious uh quality that I think is probably coming to play coming to bat more when people are defending the film
1: mm.
0: yeah mm.
1: yeah
0: you just uh yeah also there was one part where, for some reason uh Buzz Lightyear of Star Command, this agent of the future. Somehow decides that they are a Native American tribe or they function like that because he was like, Your chief Andy mm-hmm. inscribed his name on me, and it's like,
1: Well, he also we don't know what he meant by chief, like leader.
0: Like, head. there's no way they like, no one says chief, chief is exclu- No one, no, no one in like the military says you're chief and say, like, you're lieutenant, you're commander, mm. like, yeah, commander in. In chief, like, but...
1: I don't know about that, but, you know. I I
0: feel like I do. I feel like there's no world in the military chain of command. Well, he's not in the military.
1: He's in future space world. And who knows, chief might be the highest of command of all. How dare I...
0: Not take that into consideration. Yeah. I was it's how not in, how, I, I, yes. I, I totally didn't realize that Pixar had assembled a Tolkien esque <laughs> level of mythos. I mean, for the Toy Story universe. Well,
1: okay, and that segues nicely into the the rules of this world, which become really uh if you start thinking about them, it's like whoa, yeah. wait a minute, uh, muddy, <laughs> muddy, muddy. Um, muddy? I also uh, muddy. Yes, the fact that Andy that uh Woody can be heard by humans. Uh, And then, like, when he's, like, calling, he's trying to distract Sid's sister. And you're like, Hannah. He, like, calls her name, and she comes running. And it's like, okay, whoa. So you've just cracked open this whole thing where now, like, the toys could be heard by the humans. And then, of course, the big moment where, like, he has the toys fight back against Sid, uh, which is so traumatizing and scary. But um, not, I thought it could be more. I wanted. to Oh, what to get, are you kidding? I, I remember as a kid that was so when they like rise out of the mud puddle. Uh,
0: oh yeah, that is true. And, watching like, it with come towards my him, adult mama, eyes.
1: mama, and they're like saying mama all. Cre- oh, uh, it's so creepy. Yeah, I mean, and then the, his I, head, the head does the exorcist scary. thing where his head turns all the yeah. way around.
0: Fair. Uh, anyways, Fair. I I thought that was very scary. Fair. But
1: also, Fair. I was as I was watching it, I started being like, what if this is kind of like reverse Westworld? Where, like, when the, the things get mind. sentient and they love their captor, you know, like, their their creators versus, like, in the sentience, they realize that they, like, sh- are being controlled and that's bad. Sure. So it was really fun to watch it with that lens of imagining it being sort of Westworld-esque. Um, you know, maybe this was an inspiration. I don't know.
0: I'll maybe. I mean, there. I, there's definitely this.
1: <laughs> it probably wasn't. But, yeah. And I think um, that there
0: is... Not necess- I wouldn't go so far as to call it nuance, but I would say that there is a dichotomy where they there is this respect and adoration for the human overlord mm-hmm. <laughs> when they seem to be an innocent child. Mm. And when that child is has disrespect for the life of a toy, mm. then it... They fight back. Yeah, they fight back true, yeah, yeah. Uh, right.
1: It's also every child's like narcissistic dream of like my ch- my my children, well, my toys like love me, you know, and like right. all they like when I'm not there, they're just thinking about me, you mm. know. But
0: yeah, but they they so I was watching it with uh, a roommate of mine, a um, previously unmentioned roommate of mine, but a roommate of mine. And when he calls out and distracts Sid's sister, which I feel like is a great band name. So I just, I want to hear, Sid's sister. Mm. I want to hear, I want to see, I want to hear that band. Now the, he was like, Oh, I, I just noticed that they do that, that, you know, this is the first time a human can hear a toy. And, is unclear uh, because then i immediately said i was like well it's actually unclear as to whether or not the the toys are speaking to themselves almost like you know an animal might speak to like like dogs might be able to communicate with one another in a way that we can't understand like barking right and it's like it's unclear if that's the scenario or if toys are Always sentient, but having a like fierce respect for the call of being a toy, mm-hmm. do not uh, breach the decorum of being whatever they're, whatever they are as a toy, mm-hmm. like inanimate.
1: Yeah. That's also why it made me think of Westworld because it felt like the thing where it's sort of totally out of their control. Like mm-hmm. when, you know, where they have to, um, once a human is around, you know like that's a thing that they lose control that they like know they're going to collapse or like they have to collapse you know Right. Um, because it feels like that has to be like programmed into their consciousness mm-hmm. otherwise otherwise humans would would see a toy you know move but yeah. but then that was uh, one tiny frame that I was like, oh, I love that. That's so cute. But then it made me question that too, was there's a scene where like Andy's asleep in bed and all the toys are like asleep and Woody's like pushes out of the toy chest and we see Slinky like on a bookshelf and we just see his like leg twitch in his sleep. And it's funny because he's like a dog. So that's why he does it. But then I was like, wait, so is he just like asleep? And what's the difference between being asleep and being like, you know, frozen, Uh, like a toy. toy. So yeah, yeah. no,
0: it's weird. Yeah, I don't. It, it's unclear. It's, it's unclear. inconsistent. Yeah. It, and, yeah. I'm yeah. going to call Joss up. Mm-hmm. You know? Joss, what's the deal?
1: Yeah. Um, I also, I think there's a lot to say potentially about a parenting and, um, you know, and like comparing Sid's could family not, life. I and don't Andy's.
0: understand. I just, you know, given the history of bad kids in this uh, uh, country, <laughs> I'm sure that there are bad parents out there. But I really just could not believe that Sid existed.
1: Wait. Okay. Keep going.
0: Like, I mean, so, you know, Andy is, to me, just uh, like a banal surrogate for, like, all innocent kids. Yeah. Um, And just also seems to be raised by the, like, the... Best single mom that that yeah has ever existed. I'm sure that she works very hard, I and mean, sure. it must be difficult to ma- maintain that. But we know, don't see that. She's, but we just see her being
1: kick ass. Yeah, she's mom she's who doing knows it all. everything.
0: And the but uh, Sid, I was like, okay, excuse me. He has. I wasn't allowed to lock my door. weren't allowed to. Yeah.
1: weren't allowed
0: to lock any doors.
1: Sure, he's right? got a bunch of locks. He
0: has like seven locks on his door. Mm-hmm. All right. He has, he plays with matches. Like, this. it's fucking crazy. He, so the rocket that he buys, because he buys a, a rocket to, to tape to a toy to launch him into space. In order to buy that rocket, this is 1995, that he couldn't order it online secretly. There, the parent mm-hmm. said, sure, we'll order this bomb for you. And then when it arrived, was like, Oh, here you go, buddy. Take your bomb. Well, I think
1: that this I th- I I'm, I'm totally on board. I agree with you, but I think that's part of the point of the movie is it's because the few we get tiny snapshots into Sid's home life, right? Like who of who is around and who's parenting him. And I feel like it is like everything Sid's doing is a you know, cry for attention from his family. Like Mm -hmm. he's just probably it seems like he's just been allowed to do whatever he wants, which feels really cool, but then like clearly is turning him into this a bit of a like uh attention seeker because nobody's paying attention to him. So there's um at one point his mom calls out and is like, Sid, your Pop Tarts ready and so there, there is one not thing not making food,
0: not making food, exactly, just, doing the just being like your pop tart, come get, get ready it, ready to eat meals. Right. Just take your processed food and get out of here. Egg, big yes. big <laughs> agriculture. No, it's
1: true. And then there is like a Santo. scene where the un- only other time we see what probably is the mother is like her leg or something when she's watching TV, like mm. falling asleep in front of the TV. And so it's like she's not engaging with her child. We never see them together. Right. Uh, one point, he like calls out, "Mom, where are the matches?" no response and then finds them and so it's clear it seems clear to me that like there is something that they're saying where it's like this is a child whose parent is not giving him what he needs or is not there for him um and you know if he had the right nurturing then maybe he wouldn't be torturing all these toys who knows but i I, but i believe that there that he is like meant to it's meant to show us that like his parents are allowing him to do whatever the fuck he wants because they don't Care or they don't seem right. to care because they're just like totally disconnected from his
0: life. I'm also just as you say it. I'm actually thinking about how when when because this movie is taking place because these we're able to see these toys interacting with one another by default. Andy doesn't play with his toys that often. Mm. Otherwise, well, maybe he's at
1: school. No, it's summer vacation. Right, like
0: he he doesn't. There's a lot of time where he's not playing with. Even his favorite toys. Sid, however, is always with some toys. toys. Yeah. So that's so that's yeah. interesting. So much of the time, it's Andy. Like Andy is with his mom, mm-hmm.
1: and we see like montages of him playing with yeah. the toys. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know. We 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 also do don't know how time
1: <clears throat> how time passes for the toys. Mm. I think that's interesting too.
0: Yeah, like what's a toy year to a human year? Yeah, because like yeah. there are some
1: scenes where it's like, oh, I feel like that. Just happened like in the human world, it feels like it was five seconds ago, but we have like an extended bunch of scenes with Toy World, so I wonder, yeah. I wonder.
0: Also, I definitely, uh, I just want to like work our way around back to Bo Peep. yeah I find Bo Peep to be particularly egregious because oh, she's so egregious. Yes, she is there to be like all she does is flirt and be sexy to Woody. This kid, no one would buy a Bo Peep doll for this kid. And if they're so worried that Andy's going to get a toy that's going to cause them to get thrown away and yet he has this Bo Peep doll.
1: No, it makes no sense. It makes
0: no fucking sense. Literally, the animators were like, oh, and we'll make a bull beep. So she's like super like uh, virginal, got a long dress on, but also she just wants to fucking ride on that that fucking cowboy. We'll call him Woody even so we know (laughs) he's got a big. Dick, and he'll just fucking <laughs> oh, she'll rope him in with her fucking shepherd's crook, and then he'll fucking Come rope her, her in with his shepherd's kisses. crook. It is fucking damn wow, mm, well. dirty, dirty.
1: Okay, you're taking it too far, Steven. You got to stop. You got to stop that. Okay. Um. Yep, I agree. It doesn't make any sense that she he would have that toy. Yeah, would, she would be yeah. the first one in the garbage. Right. Um. And it just be made because you were talking
0: about it was Forrest Gump, right? We were talking about it's just like Jenny being this sort of madonna whore complex i mean we're sitting here with like the ideal amazing single mother mm-hmm. uh, and then you have and then you have bo peep who just wants to kiss and then they're both sort of in a way i, 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 I can't make the joke no i was just gonna say like you know bo peep she like her costuming is like very virginal and yet she's just fucking kissing woody all the time and she then a pretty low-cut dress too uh, yeah, well, there's, but, some there. yeah. there's some decolletage there. there's some decolletage. And but then the mom, you know, she does everything right. But I gotta say, she wears pants. She does wear.
1: She pants. wears
0: pants in this movie, right? <laughs> uh, That's mm, true. <laughs> she wears pants. I'm not sure I'm what, what you're saying, what but say. she does wear pants. Yo, and we, and we all know about pants. pants. Yeah, yeah. Mobile. She wears the pants. She wears the pants in this household. Oh, oh. shit. She wears the fucking pants.
1: Um, yeah. And then the only other thing that Bo Peep does is like worry about Woody's safety, right? And have like a strong moral compass.
0: Mm So it's like,
1: come on. Anyways. Yeah. Um, Weak moral compasses. Yeah.
0: Weak moral compasses.
1: (laughs) I I just want to say how much I really enjoyed the like aliens and the claw bit returning to this movie. It was so fun, and such a, and maybe that feels like a Joss thing, Joss being, I don't know, of just, like, the way it was so clearly being, like, a, it felt like such a comment on, like, culty religions, Mm. you know, but, like, without being in any way heavy-handed and just, like, was really fun.
0: Honestly, it really reminded, I feel like it had a big influence on (laughs) Sausage Party, or maybe it's just, like, a random uh, concurrence, but not concurrence, but coincidence, that the, the, they're like, you know, oh, I'm being taken. I'm going to a better place. But they're going to Sid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, did you see sausage Party? I think so. Well, it's, it, oh, it is it. Very, it a traumatizing film. Right. But the idea it's it food them to the that's getting taken by the gods and they're going to go right. off into the, the like great outdoors store. or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah, grocery yeah, store. So. And then the one time that you see them in a kitchen, they're all just getting murdered mm, as they're being yes, put into a yes, meal. Yes, yes, yes. And... Yeah. So, mm. yeah. Now, I have a question. Please. What is? What do you think the moral of this story is?
1: I think the moral of the story is, like I said a little in the beginning, but like, um, it is to share. Sharing is caring. It is um, friendship is good, and it is look past your first impressions, Mm. perhaps.
0: I kept getting this sense that it was about <clears throat> n- it was sort of like a praise of mediocrity, mm. in that this thing of like it's like you don't have to be a special buddy. It's more well less even that you don't have to be a special, but like, uh <laughs> hey, you're not unique mm-hmm. and you're not special. You just need to, but you're special to like be there to someone, right? It was like, which I do think is like it's a, a good more practical than a lot of story. other. Kids oh yeah, ways. absolutely. And I do think that like, you know, I could actually see that almost being like some sort of message for, uh, like a parent, mm-hmm. because I, I I was thinking about this like watching something else, where watching some other film, I don't know, that it was about, I it just I just kind of was seized by this thing of this individuality complex making people feel as though they have to be exceptional to be accepted by their child. Mm-hmm. And every film ever just sort of displays that children don't necessarily care as long as, you know, that you were, like, amazing – Mm -hmm. what they care about more than anything is like that you're there for them.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah, That's beautiful.
0: But it is, especially with the, um, it was just like with, with, with Woody being like, you're a toy, except that you're a toy. You're not this space Ranger. Mm -hmm. And then he realizes that he is not the space, the space Ranger. He is just a toy. Uh One of many. Yeah. And, and then Woody's like no but that's actually good i was like what are we, what is what am i gleaning from this <laughs> like cuz i get the general idea of like oh a toy thinks he's the real thing but then he's not the real thing but then like when they start to unpack it i'm like what well that's what why the, the more-
1: friendship thing feels related because it's also like buzz Buzz was also, like, needed to learn that lesson, too. You know, like, they both mm. needed to learn a different lesson about friendship.
0: But you better be accepting, because you ain't so special. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah, dime, mm-hmm. dime, dime a dozen. Um,
1: dime a dozen. Shall we talk about Braveheart? Give a dollar.
0: Gonna have 120. Uh,
1: Should we talk about Braveheart?
0: <laughs> uh, Let's talk about Braveheart.
1: Braveheart! Freedom! etc that's my part uh sorry okay so braveheart okay uh, why is my screen's getting weird
0: oh my god so this was this the best picture winner of
1: 1995 we are whoop, turning towards real um live action it's over animation in this uh, movie uh, i see set in 13th century scotland so a little bit different than the other um Okay, so here's the plot. The treacherous and ruthless King Edward Longshanks Mm. um, has invaded and conquered Scotland. That's kind of the setup to this movie. Um, When the father and brother of a young Scottish boy named William Wallace are killed trying to fight back against Longshanks, William is taken abroad by his uncle to be educated. Years pass, and Longshanks' son, Prince Edward, is married to a French princess named Isabella, despite the fact that Edward is gay. Um, William returns to his village after years abroad and um, falls in love with a childhood friend named Muran. Miran, Mur- uh, Their it, accent made yeah. it hard, to, but it's Muran. Uh. Um, they marry in secret. Uh, unfortunately, well, okay, that sounded crass or like it didn't matter. It is very unfortunate. Uh, the day after they get married, these English soldiers try to rape her. Uh, And William kills them and escapes, but she is publicly publicly executed, and William sort of makes it his life's goal and mission to reclaim Scotland from English rule, um, beginning with sort of a desire for vengeance against her death and moving outward from there. Uh, The Scottish clans, however, are not united. Many Scottish nobles who've been bribed with lands and titles by Longshanks don't want to fight the English. Uh, A a Scottish noble, Robert the Bruce, is inspired by William, but his father prevents him from aiding William's mission. Uh, Lots of battles. William and his people are, like, gaining territory. They invade England. They seem to be doing far better than anyone expected. Um, Let's see. William, I mean, really, Robert the Bruce... Uh, at first, intentionally, and then accidentally betrays William. William's captured by the English. I'm just kind of moving. This is a three-hour movie. The lots happens, Ain't but it. the gist of it, Ain't
0: it a three hour William movie. gets captured.
1: He's tortured because he refuses to submit to the king. Uh, with his dying cry, he calls out, freedom, and then he's beheaded. Uh, and in the end, Robert the Bruce, who's racked with guilt for not supporting William earlier, leads the Scots into battle and wins their freedom from the British. In that one battle, I guess? I don't know. The movie made it seem like... The next day, they were free, which I don't know if that's how it actually happened historically, but that's how, what the movie says. So A uh, whole uh, yeah, lot we'll more uh, happens as well, but you know, that's the gist.
0: That is that is the gist. And, yeah, so this movie, 219, off of 75. Okay. Funny, uh, Paramount didn't really want to uh, – No, no, no. The, uh, fuck it, I didn't write it down. But the production company didn't want to – who didn't really believe in the film mm. that it would really stand out or make a lot of money? So instead of like selling distribution rights later, Paramount put up a third of the money for in exchange for the distribution rights. Uh, this movie has. Uh, our favorite fervent Catholic racist anti semite homophobic domestic abuser Mel Gibson. No, this uh, is the no second well it doesn't no, that's just, that's just fact. These actually. are given circumstances. These are truly fact. And this is the second movie that he directed, and he would not direct another movie for nine years. Uh Passionate of Christ. <laughs> Ever heard of it?
1: Ever heard of it? Ever heard and of the
0: Christ? Yeah. So, okay. uh, then we also have, uh, the writer, uh, Randall Wallace. This is his first writing credit. He went on to write Man in the Iron Mask, Secretariat, mm. uh, famous Oscar contender, Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, Sophie Marceau, who played the Isabella. Co- yes, Isabella. She, this was like, I, I wrote it down, I called it her America period. Oh. Because she was in. A Midsummer Night's Dream. She was in the world is not enough. She was in this. Well, she like was already a big French actress. She won a Cesar in, uh, excuse me, to do a Cesar a Cesar uh, in uh, um was... in nineteen eighty three, which is like basically the equivalent the French equivalent of the Oscars. Mm-hmm. She had already won it like twelve years earlier, and now she you know continues to act, but also is a big writer director in France, which is pretty dope. Cool. Yeah. Um other people that are, you know, already famous by this, you know, uh Brendan Gleeson, uh Patrick McGowan, and uh Brian Cox who a bit of a cameo, but you know, he's uncle. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, of of
1: Yeah, and then Succession. He just disappears. Then, yeah. Well, yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah. But our big things that we're given by this film mm-hmm. are uh, obviously freedom. freedom and uh on a similar vein they may take our lives i can't do it but they'll never take <laughs> they mean our freedom
1: scottish scottish, scottish. They they'll take, take our lives, lives but, but they can never take, take no, our freedom i kept thinking Irish that i was doing a really
0: well i was struggling because i was like i can't tell if i'm doing a good job while i'm watching the movie mm. and then i was like oh i could i I should whip that up out with it. whip that out during yeah, the podcast Irish, and it. then um
1: it's so hard
0: yeah i you know I, and then i was like oh man scottish. maybe i think i'm really great but once it's actually being funneled back into my yeah, ear it's all it's gonna go to shit nope. uh because it was shit from the start
1: oh oh for you oh
0: okay. for me got it yeah i was saying that it, uh, shit from the start uh, i yeah. never had a good scottish accent i never <laughs> did it well at all I'm uh, uh, actually quite terrible at accents this is my impression of a german anyways person.
1: are you <laughs> uh-huh was there more context or? Oh yeah, freedom. No, uh, the, I mean freedom, and they may take our, freedom, life, and take our, may our lives to whatever about freedom.
0: Ah, freedom, like yeah, th- those are I our. I want to do a drinking game with this movie,
1: except that it's three hours long, so you'd be very drunk every, yeah, time the he about, says every time. every time someone says freedom, woo,
0: by the floor. Uh, yay, yay.
1: Should we? You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah.
0: All right, rock out, Sit, Sister. Let's go. Freedom, three, free, two, dumb. dumb, no. no. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, no. shock to the senses. We're in concurrence again, but uh, I know
1: it's so boring, man.
0: I this no. movie first off three hours. I know that it's like a trend. It's less Every so now. Every best picture but winner
1: like, of this time had to be three hours. Got to be three
0: hours, and it's like the mark of a good movie is not that writers and editors can't do their jobs. <laughs> like that is not the mark of a good movie. This I I I after what it was like the second big battle I think and it ended and I was like oh my god I'm I'm getting tired because I was getting tired how much more do I have in the movie? an hour mm-hmm. I have an hour left in this movie right gonna, yeah. right
1: well they just milked every even from the very beginning the setup c- could have been. 5 minutes maybe like him as a kid and mm-hmm. it was so long but it just felt like yeah this this desire to milk every moment and okay and that's related to one of my biggest problems with this movie which is in the movie throughout you know as william wallace is like becoming more and more famous basically you know part of the movie kind of jokes about like he meets people and they're like oh no william wallace is 7 feet tall and he does this and this you know and like part of the joke of the movie of uh, being like how you know he's becoming idolized and like deified in a way that's totally non-human and like he's like but i'm just a a man but the movie does the exact same thing this character has no flaws at all like maybe at some point he's like too trusting Mm -hmm. but that's for half a second uh and and so like all it's doing is the same thing that like everyone was you know like it's just sort of creating this mythic figure right who will and it's funny because they also something that gets repeated a lot in the beginning especially as like a real man you know doesn't just fight he uses his brain or whatever and it's true that like he part of part of william's like success in battle is because he's thinking ahead and like doing battles smartly This is a good sentence um mm. but like mm. really what we see of him is just like he is his, is like his willingness to like f- to get in there and chop people up you know so so it all it feels like it's really like mythologizing this guy who of course it's i don't know how it would be hard to give him flaws because like he is so mythologized it's like a real figure um and is such an important figure for scotland but like for yeah, a movie it is at a
0: point in history where like historians weren't Necessarily capturing nuance,
1: right? But like you're making it now, and so oh no, you know, no, yeah, I know yeah, yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, is like yeah, we yeah. just literally right. there's not record of a right, this. right, exactly. And so that's what I'm saying is like to add that layer on just right. for the sake of making it a more interesting movie. Who knows? You could get pushback from it, but also it's like God, even just the fact that like he is such a kind and gentle lover. I'm like really like in this day and age, like I don't know that he would be like sure. Maybe he loved this one woman. And they had like passionate but gentle sex by the river. But then like by the time of his height of his like prowess fighting against the English and like the princess to be the future queen is like, yes, take me. And he's just like loves her and is delicate. And I'm like, no, honestly, he would just be be a fucking brute to her. You know, like
0: it would be so disturbing. Fucking like it's crazy. What?
1: Oh gross. oh my God! <laughs> you keep taking it too far, Steven but what no is I,
0: I I did think that that was so something the biggest thing that i I had, which was i something I think is really offensive to me is when you take when you take something from history and you say this has been deliberately mischaracterized by our oppressors
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you. You start something that way, and then you deliberately mischaracterize actual events. that to me is highly offensive. It reminds me of like I did this Native American outdoor historical drama, and that was they they the the Cherokee people bought the rights to the show back from the former like white people that own the show and cuz most native american outdoor dramas are owned by white people mm-hmm. and they rewrote the show and they made it theirs and they're telling their story except there's lots of stuff that's historically inaccurate and it's like well you're just also lying like history is enough on your side that you don't have to lie mm-hmm. and and so like the 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 it is not true that he called the Scottish noble that, that Edward Longshanks in the beginning, it says, you know, all oh, the, the historians will tell you that it's not true, but, uh, Edward, the Longshanks, he called all the Scottish nobles together and they, he, he had them all hanged and murdered and That's fucking whatever. It, it, you know what? We'll you see know, how history it. responds to mm. my accent, but yeah, the, there's no historical evidence of that at all. As a matter of fact, at the time of the at the time of the start of the movie like with the years that they picked Scotland had a king they were independent it wasn't for several years that they had a crisis of secession that laid it that laid the groundwork for England to sort of claim sovereignty over Scotland they had a king and so that it th- that didn't make sense the only thing that has the slightest potential for accuracy is there is oh also premenacte there's wide historical debate over the whether or not it actually ever existed and the that that it was sort of this Similar to Wallace being seven feet tall, this extrapolation of what people thought was a burdensome tax on peasants getting married because occasionally, like basically it was an additional dowry that had to be paid to the lord of that peasant. Um, especially if it was a situation where peasants were getting married and therefore the woman was going to leave the land of the, that lord. And so that was like never a thing. And then you have you have Wallace the assault against his wife that is validated in a folklore sense because there's some poet blind Harry uh has a poem about Wallace being uh, Wallace being you know incited by the the execution of his wife after an attempted rape and that is so that's like i mean it seems to me to be similar to taking the odyssey as historical accuracy or canterbury tales you know it's not there's no real definitive historical evidence of that there's just not any evidence of anything else then a lot of the battle timelines are not true Uh, Robert the Bruce never betrayed the Scottish. And you can tell that it didn't happen because he's leading the battle in the end. And uh, like, there's no fucking way that he would be one of the nobles that betrayed these common people more so than anyone else, because he was the one there to be in the immediate, like immediate protector of Edward the First. He's supposed to then, immediately after Wallace's death, lead them all in a charge against the English. That's the craziest fucking thing I've ever heard of. Like when they, when the nobles, when the Scottish nobles arrive to the first battle, the the commoners are about to be like, no, fuck this, we ain't doing it because I'm not here to fight and die so those motherfuckers can get more land. Fuck this shit, I'm here for my freedom, and if they're here that means I'm not getting my freedom. And if that's what it was like from the get-go, they're not going to be like, oh, oh, I was here to fight for my freedom. These motherfuckers set up our leader and now I'm here to fight for my freedom with them. That doesn't make any fucking sense. So yes, Robert the Bruce is basically a Scottish hero. And 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 while he is, now there, there is, he does have as many in history in that period of time have like they have uh he has sort of a a sordid and violent history in terms of his path to the scottish throne um also fun fact yeah no not only did wallace not fuck the english queen they got married like two years after his death When she was 13. So, yeah, I didn't happen.
1: just so I I personally don't mind because I think that when when movies that are especially like historical dramas are about real things. uh, I don't know that there's any that are like completely faithful to like the truth of literally what happened, because also it's not because then I'm like, you know, that's that would be a documentary or something. And that's that's its own thing. And I think, you know, and like anything from this to like, you know, yeah, I was just reading this thing actually in this in this book on writing about Frost Nixon. And it was like talking about the time, like how so many things in that play are were like not true or like the timeline was changed. And it's really just about creating, turning it into something that is a movie or is a play, you know. And and, and, and so familiar. I no, no. Yeah. And I so I personally don't. Mm, that doesn't bother me like the, the historical inaccuracies uh, unless they are historical inaccuracies that also don't make sense for the plot. So like the Robert, the Bruce thing I'm like, yeah, that's for the sake of a twist of a betrayal, like feels like a thing that they inserted. And then it doesn't make sense with like what then happened um, because the, the truth of like the feeling, you know, the truth of the injustice was there. And so like finding ways to just heighten it for the sake of storytelling, um, makes sense to me you know but just to i agree there. with
0: you i agree with you 100 percent. i think we definitely see that a lot when it comes to adapting novels to the screen and a lot of people being like well you're not exactly faithful and it's like well it's a different medium and you have to address things differently i absolutely agree with that i'm specifically stated talking about when you your stated purpose is to give like the real events because this hegemonic group has been for centuries lying about the true history of our people. And we're going to tell the story that's never been told. And then you tell, say a bunch of things that aren't true. It's just like, well, Mm -hmm. I I find that to be offensive. I find that to be offensive. Almost like when, when Eva von Hova did the crucible, this is obviously a different story. But uh, because he's just taking a work and just doing putting directorial choices over it, but he did a lot of things that blurred the lines of whether or not these the girls were actually witches. And the point of the story, being it being an allegory for McCarthy, is that on just an accusation, these people's lives were ruined. So by putting magic in there, the it said instead of the 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 moral or the sort of message being people are having their lives ruined off of a baseless accusation. It made it so that the, the message of the story was like, maybe these accusations weren't baseless. And so I, and, and, and for the message of that time, I found that to be for the message of the play. I found that to be a a really offensive, uh, yeah, interpretation. Ad, uh, interpretation, yeah. Mm-hmm. and and so yeah, I just think that
1: yeah, and th- I, that, I that bothers me. That totally really bothers
0: me. Regardless of of like there are uh, you know the the plot line with the queen. While I thought it was stupid, it's not. A, it's not offensive that it didn't happen in real life. Mm-hmm. It's I find it's more like lying about. And he was betrayed by scotsman like that did happen mm-hmm. that is how he was captured but all the the things about like the br- brutality of the secession and the whole sort of effectively cause for fighting uh i i, I still like that i just i think it also I, I think it just weakens credibility of a group that's saying that they had not been lended credibility
1: mm-hmm. right well and i think it's tied to the <clears throat> the fact that the point of the movie excuse me <clears throat> Um, was really just like so clearly, again glorifying this man and his cause, and the fact that he had no flaws, and right. that the cause was so obviously, you know, he was so obviously on the right side, um, that 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 they skewed facts to lend even more credence to mm-hmm. to that, and that's for me, yeah, that's that that is the problem, and that's tied to exactly what you're saying. So, so yeah.
0: I also anyway, thought right. that, that you brought up the his dad. When in the beginning of the movie, he he wants to go fight the English. And his dad's like, no, you can't come. And he's like, I want to fight. I can fight. Yeah. He goes, I know, I you, know can, you can fight. But it's our wits that make us men. I was like, hold on. The first go around, I'm sure that writer was like, he's saying, you know, it, it's not fighting that makes us men, son. So don't think that you have to go fight to be a man. But what, he's, what it also says... To me I was like wait did he just call him stupid? <laughs> like oh yeah I know you I know that oh, you can fight. But you're not smart. But enough. you're not smart enough. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz it's our wits that make us men and only men can go. Right. So well, you can sit yeah. your fucking and ass down. And also though down you can't fight. You
1: are tiny and a child yeah, so no.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, but at the time I'm sure the majority of that those 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 soldiers would have been I know, 15. But maybe he was saying
1: yeah. the wits, your wits make you men and if you use your wits, you will see that if you were to try to come fight with us, you would obviously be killed because you are a tiny child.
0: Right. Uh, and also they're not men uh, even in the end, because if the, if it's wits that make you men and you go into your first battle with tiny ass shields that you'd go into the second battle with some bigger shields because <laughs> they've got fucking arrows. If you don't have any arrows, you better have some good guy damn shields. Mm-hmm. That, uh, this uh, yeah. I, come the fuck up.
1: Yeah. I also, uh, on a separate note, but um, critique the movie very clearly seems the the, the point of view it has towards pr- the prince, Prince
0: uh, I, Edward. Yeah, Whoa, Edward 20. II. Edward. Yeah. yeah. It just How feels do you feel about
1: them? well. I feel like um, it's true that the movie does show us that his father, because his father, you know, the king, um, very overtly disapproves of the what he sees as weakness of his son, which, you know, his son is not interested in battle. He's not interested in women. He's not, you know, he's interested in his clothes. He's interested in these things, which the father sees as not fit for a king. Um, And so like, we are, we definitely are meant to see that like he goes, the father is like brutal in his um, reaction to his son. Like he throws his, the person who we assume is his lover out a window and kills him. But I also feel like, um the movie though is also telling us through the way that we see the prince that like um kind of because he's gay that he it's true he is not like fit to rule because he like we all we see of him is like he's really obsessed with his appearance and with Mm -hmm. clothes he's like he just like dismisses you know the princess all the time um he's like he's he's sort of You know, yeah, he just sort of is, like, not... He he doesn't seem smart. He doesn't seem like he has plans that make sense. He always just sort of... You know, he just seems like he is... It's saying that he's, like, sort of too weak um, to rule. And that feels... And it feels very tied to the fact that he is gay. Um, Versus the fact that, like, to be gay in a society like this, like, what that would actually be like if you were to explore the humanity of that and, like...
0: Right. Also, it's, like, entirely based on like stereotyping of the homosexual identity that didn't exist 800 years ago. So he like, if he was more uh, to use the phrase, I'll use the phrase delicate, it wouldn't necessarily have anything to do with his sexuality. And like what I thought was, so I think you're exactly right. I think this movie uh, as a whole is like, intensely that more than more than of Scotland more than of Wallace it is like a glorification of masculinity Mm -hmm. writ large fucking cut the arrow out of me and carterize it you fuck you know so many times yeah and then you know and he's you know it's our wits that make us men it's not about fighting and then his uncle comes and he goes no I'm here to make you smart so that you could fight Mm -hmm. and you know it's just like manly competition, manly competition, and that wins him the woman and then it also wins him the queen of england so it, it but i did i thought it was oh strange because all right, they, it felt to me th- there was like this sort of insidious undercurrent when it came to the king because because there i was surprised no one was how do i put it like un i felt like the degree to which i was expecting characters to be explicitly homophobic was not validated but the it was it was like you were saying that the world of the movie was saying it doesn't matter you know, like don't like maybe it was even saying, you know, you don't even need to be like violent toward these people. Push them out of the way. They are not fit to rule. Mm. Um
1: Yeah, and but I do think like the princess and her like handmaid.
0: And they also had four know. children in real life. Like it's not historically there yeah. was a there is there is while there is historical accuracy to uh, basically, the fact that his sexuality was questioned because he had uh, an uncharacteristic preference for male favorites, but like a, it, it what we're seeing is a there's a lack of nuance in terms of like sexual activity amongst men, and regardless of whether or not that related to what we now perceive of as homosexuality, and then also this idea that like he's in some way incapable of, like, I don't know, fulfilling his duty as king. Mm -hmm. There's, uh, that is, it's not even that there's no accuracy to it, and it's not only that there's lack of nuance, it's that it is entirely constructed around contemporary uh, stereotypes surrounding our ideas of sexuality that would not have existed in mm-hmm. the 13th century
1: right well and th- what the queen and her handmaid or the princess and her handmaid like in french talk all the time about like i hope he goes off to war and dies so you can like mm-hmm. have a real man you know like so right. i do feel like there is a yeah that some character the the question of like our characters homophobic and and it would be that is interesting to think about in terms of the time period because like uh, yeah i don't know that also, like, how that would translate as far as, like, people being homophobic and, like, using language, you know, I don't know. But, like, the – um, it, I definitely felt that from the princess and her handmaid because yeah. they were sort of, like, he is not a real man and he should die, <laughs> you know. Um, and she was maybe kind of joking but also kind of serious.
0: Yeah, but they're generally speaking abused by the – both him and his dad. Like they've kinda they've just got a shit deal altogether, yeah, for so sure. I don't expect them to like her, but yeah, no even that is yeah, I find that to be while you are hundred percent right, I almost find it equally true of a of a bizarre misplaced glorification of Wallace's masculinity that like it's it's not only that I don't want this, I don't want this so that I can have that. And it's like, no. Yeah, of course it's yeah. gross. <laughs> yeah. No. And then, uh, I, I also just found this to be probably the most egregious example that we've maybe seen where, like violence against a woman is but yeah is literally motivation, the plot is a device. plot device Fuck. to oh. motivate a male character like
1: right and really just to give him like emotional depth you know mm-hmm. and right to set off his journey and to show that he like is a even more of a real man because he like loves right. his wife his right. dead wife ugh. yeah it's so disgusting ugh that, ugh. that whole scene is gross I
0: hated it and yeah I mean. It, even it was just so grotesque that scene, like to see that guy like licking her mm-hmm. in this like cartoonish. Way. I, I... I
1: know. And just to sit like, all the way. Yeah. And him saying right before he like attacks her, you remind me of my daughter back home. I was just like, you got really, this is, it's just, it was mm. so, too much. Man. Yeah. And then she's just dead. And also, you know, and like, as a kid, she gave him a flower, but we don't see any sense of like friendship when they were young. We see nope. him like hang Made out with his one friend time. Hamish and throw rocks together. Well, and you beat give each a mouse a cookie, up.
0: you give a Scotsman a flower. Right. But like,
1: we don't, there is no, he comes back and they both have been like, I have loved you ever since we were kids. But uh, like, we don't know even that they like knew each other. Yeah.
0: I mean, I wondered about that. And because I was like, that's fucking crazy my my only thought to that was i don't think we really understand what it's like to be a part of a community that's small
1: sure but i think they could have shown us yeah. some interaction even if they like hugged i don't know she gave him the no. flower and they hugged. you know right. also this whole time she we know nothing about what she's been doing except mm-hmm. missing him and like secretly being in love with him this being whole time her, her and just waiting with a yeah with a little her little lean to yeah uh and like and we know what he's been doing. He's, you know, his education and blah, blah, blah. And, and all French. she is is like a tool, you know, yeah, for him to come back, be in love with her, her to get killed so that he can then, you know, fulfill his destiny. Mm-hmm. Also, this is separate but related. Uh, these All these stories where, this is a small thing, but it just made me think, oh, there's so many stories where, the, where people, a man and a woman will have sex once and the woman is pregnant. And oh, this is... Yeah. Such a horrible, dangerous thing to be like spreading in all these stories. Not dangerous because, but it makes our who fear got pregnant in this movie? The queen, they had sex oh, at one yeah, time, yeah. or the queen to be. And it's like, Jesus. and that it totally like all like sex education, like, like the ways that the fear of like, right. or like you will get pregnant if you have sex once, but it's like that is not
0: yeah. likely. Yeah, don't Far from stop true. it, you know? Yeah,
1: Ugh, it's, I just hate that.
0: Also, uh, yeah, no, that. Yeah, it's just another uh, a misunderstanding. It's also like I don't know some sort of weird uh, validation of his virility. Totally. Yeah. Also, Uh, I hated that she was like when he was like, um, yeah. I see her strength in you. Yeah. It's the same strength I'm seeing right now. Yeah. And I'm I'm like, like, dude, you mean that she's a woman, right? You mean that she's like,
1: she's hot for you, right? And she's clean, honestly.
0: Yeah, she has that weird little underneck scarf. So if there's any little... God, I
1: know. And even that, it's like he, you know, but when they got married in secret, he and his wife, they were both like, I'll never love another except you. Yeah. You know, and he said it to her. And then like when this happens later, you know, there's not even like any... It's still not a flaw and that's fine. Like it doesn't have to be a flaw. Like he's been a widow for so long. But like... uh, you know, yeah, he's just like, oh, you are basically m- like my wife. So it's OK, you know, and then right. like and it's not even question. Ugh.
0: Also, yeah, it's just presumed that like he would immediately jump to like wanting to fuck her, regardless of whether or not like she's the queen of England. Yeah. got it. Like right. if she he is hates your enemy. Yeah. I was
1: like, someone's going to find out about this and right. that might be interesting. You know, and if someone found out about it for her, she is so dead, you know? Yeah.
0: And like like,
1: the consequences of it are never. we just see her like after she's like slow motion walking through the courtyard of the palace, like, oh, like touching herself, kind of like her body over her clothes, like remembering how he pleased her. It's like,
0: and the way that he's like, quote unquote, seducing her, Mm -hmm. if that was written into if that was like happening at the beginning of a movie in a in a contemporary movie we would assume that like a sexual assault oh, yeah. is about to take he place
1: sneaks into her house right and he and <laughs> he he's you know
0: him. why uh yeah like you think about me where, where, where? and he's and yeah. she's like yeah because you know because of the way You're you are at looking me at right me right now right now, now. and <laughs> god the, you know, he's like right. oh you like the way i look at you do you fucking lie down no I just, I, you I went know. irish there oh fucking lie down it's I my do. island. <laughs> it's my island. Oh, yeah. Steven. Um, oh,
1: Steven was his name. Steve. Oh, Steven, Steven was his Steven. name. I loved him. What's his name? Uh, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, no. Yep. I. Pfft.
1: Goodbye. Goodbye. But we'll keep Toy Story.
0: We'll keep, toy, we'll keep story. toy
1: Story around. We'll keep it to Toy uh, Story. Yeah. All right, 95. We're halfway yeah. through. Also, I
0: just hate with, uh, the fact that they were like, mm. they fought like warrior poets. Ugh, I know. I hate like, that line Warrior too. poets? What are you talking oh about? Oh, my God. Because like, honestly, it just, there's a part in, in New Girl where uh-huh. Schmidt is talking to a male stripper, and he's like, you know, what no like what's your now what's your character what's your persona man i'm a wolf hawk because luxury dessert i'm a warrior poet man <laughs> and i'm like a warrior like yeah oh, it, no, it's so dumb they fought like, like warrior, warrior poets, poets. <laughs> i think i got better at the end i, think, I think we're, think we're doing yeah, was, yeah we, yeah, I I we ease like into it yeah let's I'm quit while keep this we're accent. ahead
1: great put on yeah. your resume
0: put, put it on my resume no, I <laughs> lost you should have quit while you were ahead. Oh, I Should have at it again. Um, thanks oh. for listening. What's if next week? Back, 1996.
1: We've got oh, the oh Independence Day and the English Patient.
0: Ugh. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. 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 Did you did you ever watch? Let's just skip to the next ID year 4? because it's
1: Titanic. No. Ah. Um. No. ID four. Independence Day four. Yeah. ID four. I didn't even know there were any. It's because
0: July fourth.
1: I get. Yeah. Oh. So. There so is it's not one the
0: sequel, uh, one famously terrible sequel, wow. but it came out like three years ago, two years ago. Oh, great! Yeah. Also, um, uh, I no. don't know, I don't know the words of Macarena, but the very next year, this the song is the Macarena, Macarena and is the number one song of the, the year. Is it's Macarena '96. Oh, Macarena. Macarena.
1: Hi. We're not there yet, though. No, we'll we sing will that be again next week. Next week.
0: Next week. You can't wait. Yep. Thanks for listening. Uh, see you at the crossroads. We're a Rock
1: Rising Productions podcast. I'm
0: Stephen Muscus. I'm
1: Gina Whit. Gina Stevenson. Oh, yeah, you are. Uh, they're, they're uh, say uh, it. Finish d- it. D- uh, with Finish, it yeah. Finish it. <laughs> Finish it.
0: Finish uh. it. Follow us. Like. Subscribe. <laughs> Leave us a fucking comment on Apple, okay? If, if you're listening to the end of this, you must fucking love it. Let's drive up these algorithms okay, together, Apple. you and me, okay? We're going to do this together. We're going to fucking take the internet by storm. I want to drive up those algorithms. Comment on this podcast. Comment okay. on And I'm going to take us podcast. out with
1: a sweet, sweet haiku you ready Fucking
0: slap us with that
1: Sid Longshanks hear this you can take away our toys but not our freedom
0: that's pretty great that's, pretty great. that's I'm a big fan you I, got a friend in me
1: oh my god we never talked about how much I hate Randy, Randy Newman, Newman?
0: <laughs> yeah well he got a he lost the Oscar a friend so. in you he lost, he lost a, friend a friend in me. Didn't he win the a Oscar for Toy Story for you. <laughs> you lost a friend, a friend in me.
1: Wow. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> sorry, Randy.
0: And uh, not sorry. <laughs>
1: This podcast is produced by Rock Rising. Come follow us on Instagram. And if you want to hear more podcasts, visit rockrising.org. Thanks.